Hello everyone, this is Twyla, your host of Divorce Talk with Twyla, broadcasting live each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time from Fishbowl Radio Network Studios right here at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear candid and transparent conversations with some amazing dynamic guests as it relates to divorce topics. We're going to talk about co-parenting. Dating after divorce, remarrying after divorce, and much more. So be sure to log on each week on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch Divorce Talk with Twyla. On FishbowlRadioNetwork.com. Jump in. This is Twyla. I am an author, speaker, radio host, and life coach. Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Thank you so very much for tuning in on tonight. So today's show is The Challenges of Divorce with Special Needs. Do you or anyone you know have special needs children and have experienced divorce? Divorce is already a very challenging time, right? And for some, it's a very emotional roller coaster experience. I know for me, definitely it was 14 years ago. So today, we hope to provide some encouragement to those that are in this space. So let's just jump in. I'd like to welcome my special guest to the show, Miss Mary Ann Hughes. She is a special needs divorce coach. Hello, Miss Mary Ann. Thank you for being here with me today. 
Hello, Twyla. I'm so happy to be here today. I'm so excited for our show. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. So why don't you, Mary Ann, introduce yourself to the listening audience, and we'll just dive right into our discussion on tonight. Oh, wonderful. I appreciate you playing the I Will Survive song, because that's one of my theme songs. Yeah. Anyone going through divorce knows it's a difficult time. You don't know how you're going to come out of it. But you know what? I came out, I survived, and I am thriving. I'm so happy to be able to talk about my experience and how I came through it and how there is life and light at the other side and how I'm now helping other people to get there too. Yes, so yes. Yeah. So my story is that um, I was married uh, for about 21 years. I've got two beautiful, wonderful boys now. Uh, one just turned 19 and one is 20, and they're lovely boys, but they have autism. And I don't define them by that, but that is a condition that they were diagnosed with when they were each about two years old. And it wasn't something that I envisioned for my life. My husband and I at the time, we didn't see our life going that way, but, you know, that's what God had in plan for us, and, you know, I love my boys dearly, and they love me, and they're the sweetest things ever. And so it is challenging raising a special needs family, being a part of a special needs family. Your life is not like any other, you know, family. Every special needs family and every child with autism is unique in their own way. Mm-hmm. And you just got to do the best you can with what you have and do the best you can for them, for them to have the best life possible. And that's what I thought we were doing, and so it kind of came as a shock to me when, after over 20 years of marriage, I was facing divorce. And so I really had to, you know, besides you know, try to deal with that and marriage, I had to really focus on my children. I couldn't really take the time to feel sorry for myself and be depressed and, and close myself away. I had to take care of my children. They depended on me. They wanted to, you know, they had to be safe and fed and made to feel like they were loved and not alone, especially after the transition that we were were faced with. And so I'm proud to say that it was a long journey, but we ended up with a great result. I fought real hard for getting what was right for them. And I'm happy to say that we got there. It was a long process. My divorce took over two years. I even ended up having to go to trial, which is very rare in divorce cases. But it was something I had to do for my family. And I'm proud that I did it. And I found the strength to to take it all the way to where it needed to go. But I'm happy with the result we got, and we're doing great now. Yes. Wow. What what a, an amazing uh, story. And I'm definitely uh, very familiar with autism, uh, Marianne. I have a cousin that's autistic, and he's in his 30s now. And so he was diagnosed about, I think he was about four or five. So, yes, I definitely understand it's very challenging uh, and so not to even mention a, a special needs child, but also going through divorce. So my hat's off to you that you and your boys recovered from that divorce. And so what I want to do is also if you would share a little bit about what you do um, as far as your life coach as well as your business. Sure. Yeah. So through my process, it was extremely stressful. It was very time consuming, very expensive, having to go through you know, years and years of, of uh, you know, trying to find something that worked for my family, trying to research what was going to be right for them, what I needed to accept for them and work for them as part of the divorce because there's special things you've got to consider when you've got a special needs child so that mm-hmm. they'll get what they need. 
and then not lose benefits in the future. So you have to get the right documents in place, the right uh, legal things, the right planning, and the decree has to be written such such a way that um, you know it'll it'll last a long time and not uh, not be at risk of losing their their eligibility for benefits in the future. So it was a um, real passion project for me to make sure that uh, that I got it right, and yeah. so that's you know, so it made it, it was a very very difficult time, and so I felt like there was no one I could go to. I tried to find attorneys and planners, and it was real hard to find people who had experience in special needs, and so this is a very common problem with special needs families. The number I've heard, you know, is about eighty percent of special needs families go through divorce, and so wow. there really needs to be resources out there to help them, and I felt like no one else should have to go through what I went through and have to recreate the wheel. So I decided to form a business called Special Family Transitions. And what I do is I help families with special needs children who are facing divorce. And so there's so much to consider. And so, you know, I can work with each client and what they need. And eventually I want to do some group things. But for right now, I take each client as to what their situation is, what their goals are, and try to help them through the process. I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a psychologist, right. but I do give them advice or help them to think about things and consider different ideas about working with their lawyers and things that they need to put together so that they're in the best position to get what they need to do and uh, where they need to be for their family is so that their children can get the benefits and outcome that they, they need to, to, to live and succeed in life. Wow. Yes, that is so true. And see what you went through in your experience Marianne is helping other people and that's what life is all about we don't go through things in life just for ourselves we it's all for a purpose and a reason right to help others and just me myself uh, 14 years ago when I went through a divorce never would I thought I would have become a divorce coach and now I'm have a talk show radio show here talking about all things divorce so it's all to help other people because I don't know about you Marianne but did you feel alone like you, I think you just mentioned you didn't feel like you had a support or there was things out there for special needs families and divorce alone you can feel isolated but I'm sure that just added more fuel to your fire as it relates to where do you go and who can help me I have two special needs children married for 21 years my ex-husband or soon-to-be ex walks out whatever so I can only imagine how you felt during that time can you can you speak and elaborate about to other uh, to the listeners on in that moment how did you feel I thought, you know, is this temporary? Is this where we're going? Is this something that we can work out? And so for the longest time, I really didn't share my situation except for very few people. I thought, well, maybe you'll get better and maybe with counseling, you know, we, so, so I didn't seek the help right away. But when I saw the direction that we were heading in and that the really, that was the, the end result that, uh, that we were facing, mm -hmm. you know, I had to make some tough decisions and I had to go out and find those resources. And I, um, I was part of some Facebook groups, some some special needs organizations. So I tried really hard to find lawyers who are familiar with the process. And I ended up going to a conference where I found a special needs financial planner. And so I was able to pull together some people to at least start the process with and try to figure out what I needed to do. And I still saw there were some things missing so that I had to get additional mm -hmm. resources and experts and, and bringing another lawyer on board as well. Because, I, you know, as I found, 
Um, there are several different intricacies in special needs divorce, and even though some people say they have experience, really they haven't dealt maybe with specific autism or what it takes to, to plan for the future. And so I had to make sure that I dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's and you know had all my ducks in a row because this was a big thing for me. This My kids were um, not young, but even going through the transition stage in their life, you know, they'd be out of high school soon and then what would happen? You know, there's very few programs for kids with autism and mm-hmm. unless you've got government benefits, which even those you're not assured to get or to keep, the, pro- the programs are very hard to find and very expensive and not mm-hmm. everybody is eligible for them in terms of their ability. So my older mm-hmm. son had so many needs that places that I did have to research and look at, he wasn't even a candidate for those things. And so, wow. you know, I had to figure out, you know, how am I going to live and survive? Because I had been a, I had worked previously before I had kids, but when my kids were born and with their, with their needs, I ended up staying home. And my husband at the time, you know, he had a great job. So we were able to, to live like that, where I took care of their needs and everything I had to do to be a special needs mom. And, you know, he was out there, um, you know, supporting the family and then, you know, helping out as well, because it's a it's not a one person job to take care of a special needs mm-hmm. child or two for that matter. So it was definitely a team effort. And so, you know, after he left, I was basically you know doing most of that on my own. Wow. So, yeah, I had to, to figure out how to do that. And so so I guess to answer your question, you know, the first thing you got to realize is that you do need to count on people and rely on people and ask for help. Yes. And, you know, to take care of yourself. I think that's one of the biggest things as a any parent really, and especially a special needs parent, is that they put their own needs last. And I know I sure did. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that self-care really is important. And I, throughout my marriage, I put myself last. And after the separation, I realized that really wasn't the way to go, obviously, because mm-hmm. here I was. And um, it, was, it was challenging. So I focused more on me at that time and do what I had to do for me to be healthy and sort of working out, eating healthier, and kind of got a in a better frame of mind, and then I was able to do more for my children. So there's an expression, you can't uh, pour from an empty cup. So you got to right. take care of yourself first, and then you can take care of others. And so I, I, I you know, see the value in that now. Back then, people say, oh, you got to take care of yourself and have time for yourself. And like, oh, I don't have time. <laughs> but you got to make the time. That's, I think that's really important. I think it's it, good to stress for anybody, married, not married, whatever yeah. your case may be, just you know, be sure to take time for yourself so you can – take care of others. That is so true. Oh my gosh, Marianne, I am so enjoying our conversation. And what we're going to do, we're going to take a couple minute break. And we'll be right back with more of our special guest, Miss Mary Ann Hughes. And we're going to dive deeper into this conversation. So we'll be right back, folks. I won't just survive. Oh, you will see me thrive Can write my story I'm beyond the archetype I won't just conform No matter how you shake my core Cause my roots, they run
all so very much for tuning in we are back from our break and let's dive deeper with miss mary ann hughes so mary ann thank you so much for sharing a lot of your background story but we might have some listeners out here wanting to know how did you overcome the challenges that you were faced with during this time during that time in your life yes yeah, so i'd say Really, the thing in divorce is even though it's a difficult time, it's an emotional and trying time, you've got to remember, divorce in itself is really a legal and financial transaction. If you can think about it that way, you know, you realize you've got to have a goal and you want to work towards that goal. And so even though you're hurt, even though it's not what you wanted, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you've got to look at this as something that hopefully it's a one-time thing and you've got to come out with the best outcome you can. And mm-hmm. so, so I took as much as a positive approach as I, as I could. I'm a positive person anyway, mm-hmm. but I tried to see this as this is my purpose right now to get the best outcome I can for me and for my children. And so I, even though there were other law things going on in the divorce and in my situation, really my main focus was making sure that my kids would get what they needed as the end result. And that's what kept me going. And so you've got to really think about your goal. What is it that you want? And how do you want to get there? And so a lot of times all of the little things you might have to do and everything you've got to consider and how you're feeling, it's all overwhelming. But to really deal with the overwhelm, you've got to make a plan and just take one step at a time. It's not going to happen all at one time. And you know, if you have a good team, good lawyer, good financial help, whatever you might need, good therapist if you need to go to therapy. I did some of that. I did um, some group divorce um, support, and that was really helpful just to know you're not alone out there and the people you can rely on will help you and support you in all the ways that, that you need. So for sure, and I would say don't rush into any decisions. Don't feel pressure just because you want to get this over with. I uh, the way my situation was, and plus COVID you know, didn't help, oh, but wow. uh, but that kind of um, you know provided me an opportunity to kind of go through the grieving process. And the whole thing is, you know, you go through a grief cycle during divorce, even though at the time you're not realizing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just you know, take your time, think about each phase that you're in, stay positive, stay strong, take care of yourself, and um, just remain as calm as possible, even though you may want to. Um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> or punch something, but you know that's not really going to get you anywhere. So do what you have to do to get your, you know, frustrations out if you need to go work out or whatever it is. Yes. But then just you're there to get, um, you know, to get what you need at the end of the day, and that's that. That's the approach I took. Yes, I love that. Oh my gosh! And so let's talk about this 
theme song. We just listened to, folks, Rise by Katy Perry. And let me just give you some of the lyrics. And Marianne, then I'd like you to chime in and just talk to the listeners about how much of an inspiration this song was for you during your divorce process. So I'm going to quote these lyrics verbatim, folks. I won't just survive. Oh, you will see me thrive. Can't write my story. I won't just conform no matter how you shake my core. Cause my roots, they run deep. Oh my gosh, isn't that so powerful? Now listen, Marianne, you got to talk to us about these lyrics. What inspired you after listening to this song? <laughs> That's inspiring. And she's not even singing it. Katy Perry's not even singing it. I just quoted it, and the words are powerful. Yeah, I got to tell you, that was my theme song during my divorce. I kind of found it by accident. And that was a song I played before my mediation. That was a song I played when I needed some encouragement. And that was a song I played right before my trial. And I tell you, that song. It motivated me. It kept me going. And there's some other great lyrics in there. And one of the ones I like is um, through the madness and chaos, I call on my angels. Oh. And um, they say, you've so little faith, don't doubt it. Victory's in your veins. And you will not negotiate, just fight it, and you will be transformed. I took out a couple of the repetitive words. But basically, yeah. that's the message. And, you know, know that this is a you know, there's a higher power that is looking out for you sometimes and, uh, yeah. you know, whatever you may believe. But right. I felt like, you know, I had, um, you know, I had help and I, I was, you know, here for a purpose and I was going to, you know, do what I, what I could on my own. But I also had help um, from above and people around me. So, yes. um, you know, know that, you know, I got some great advice from people, you know, don't, don't give in right away. Just, you know, fight for what you need. And not that I don't believe in um, trying to negotiate because I definitely I tried doing that but when it didn't go the way I had hoped you know I was left no choice but to to fight for what was right for my children and I'm happy that um, as they say victory is in your veins and it did it did it did work out um, very much in the, for my children's uh, favor. So I'm happy about that. Awesome. That is awesome. Amazing. So Marianne, what were some of the things that you feel like you learned about yourself during the process? Yeah. So, you know, for the longest time, like I said, I was you know, kind of just a home, a stay on home mom and really didn't think about, you know, doing, having a career again. And so this reminded me of a, what a strong person I am and that I'm capable of a lot. And so now, you know, here I am, you know, having my own business, which I've never done before. So, you know, I kind of from the ground up have started this business. I've gone through trainings. I'm now a certified as a life coach. I've gone through a certified divorce specialist training. I'm part of a group called the um, NADP, the National Association of Divorce Professionals. And these are very, um, you know, hard things sometimes to get into. And so I had to prove myself and uh, work towards you know, my new goal. So even you know, as soon as I was done with my divorce, every day so since then, I've been working on self-improvement. I've been working on doing things for my business every day. I take a little step forward and, you know, I'm not, you know, huge by any means at this point, I'm making, but I'm making, you know, little strides and steps at a time to one day, you know, impact more and more people. And I think it's so important that people in this area um, get the help that they need and they deserve. And everyone that I've reached out to and heard my story and 
you know, they're just so happy and excited. And I, I get people calling me like, oh, Marianne, even the, you know, the few conversations I've had, you know, with them, it offers them so much hope and, and, and assistance. So I'm so happy that I can take my experience, which was, you know, really difficult and not, not, not something I would have wished on anybody, but it's, you know, I've turned it into a positive and out there to help other people now. So I'm really excited about that. That is awesome. Amazing. Yes. And you're so right. We turn our bad experiences into a positive to help other people. You just hit the nail on the head. And so let's talk more about that. So when, um, obviously when you were going through it and let's just have some conversation about our experiences and myself included, I went through this horrible divorce and my children were both minors. We had one child together and it was just a daunting, oh my gosh, process, the whole thing. I know I didn't go to trial, but oh my gosh, it was horrible. And so in for me, Marianne, more so after the divorce was final, that's when things, and I know you and I had this conversation, but that's when things changed. Oh, I thought he was trying to make me lose my mind. I think he was at some point. So um, for about two and a half, three years, the struggle for me and my children, it was awful. We had to completely change everything we did. I mean, from changing our church to um, me um, taking my son out of football, the team that he loved to play with and had played with them for years because of the situation and things that were going on. So let's put a pin there. So if anyone is listening, sometimes it's inevitable that you can remain and keep everything the same as it was as you were married. It's some changes are going to have to take place. Miriam, would you agree with me on that? Sure, sure. And our situation is different. Right. And yeah, I'm sorry, everything that you had to go through. I think what was harder for me was pre-divorce. And I guess after the divorce is kind of when things maybe settled down for me. And especially because of my business, then it gave me a new focus. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I'm not sure what I'd be doing, um, even though my kids still take a lot of time. So I had to have something that allows me to balance, you know, my professional and, and family needs. Even my, my son will ask me, the one who, who can you know talk and communicate more, she'll say, you know, mommy, what's more important, us or your business? Because he sees me that I'm doing things and he's proud of me and excited for me. Yeah. But still, you know, he knows that I'm there to 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 be there and take care of him. So, um, yeah, that's a challenge to you know, figure out, you know, how to make sure that your kids' needs are met while also, you know, as a single mom trying to go out there and do what I need to do to, to keep my children, um, you know, in a good position in the future. So yeah. everything I do, of course, I do for them. You know, they're, they're my reason. They're my why as to why I do this. And this is so I don't have to worry about their future at all in case, you know, something goes wrong in the future, something happens to their benefits or whatever it might be. So I've got to be in a position to... Um, where they know they can count on me for whatever they need, whether it's emotional, financial, or any kind of need. Yes. And so relationships change, you know, with your, um, you know, ex-spouse and everything else. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I guess when I knew people before who were divorced, I envisioned it as like, oh, you know, you get divorced, but you still get along and do things. Well, you know, reality, not all families, their divorce mm-hmm. works out that way. Exactly. And so, I mean, if, it, if you know, I'd love for it one day for us to, you know, be able to do things, you know, yeah. 
together. But right now, you know, that's not the way it is. And I just try to keep it as a professional and um, civil a basis as we all can. Right. And I think at some point you have to learn to let go of the of the hurt and the things that cause a divorce and just focus on the future. Because if you keep focusing on what happened in the past, you're never going to be able to, to live your life. And so that's the attitude that I try to go with now is that, you know, whatever happened in the past is in the past. Mm-hmm. And not that I ever envisioned that for my life. Never did I ever think I'd get divorced. I wasn't, you know, I never had divorce as an option for me. My parents were married till my dad passed away. They were married for 49 years, you know, wow. until he... He died, so divorce was something on my radar. Yeah. And so to have to deal with that, you know, it was difficult at first, but I've got nothing but support from people I know, my family, friends, and, you know, some people have an idea of divorce that it's a negative thing, it's a taboo subject, but, you know, I don't think it's like that anymore. At least I didn't feel it for me, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't open up in the first place about it. But, you know, once I did, I had nothing but encouragement and support, and I was really happy about that and, and and appreciate that from everybody. Yes, that is so imperative, Marianne. Support, good support um, when you're going through a divorce. So that is awesome that you had that. And um, for me as well, I had some support and, um, you know, but I was very selective on who uh, I shared information with. And I'm not sure if you experienced that yourself, but um, and the reason for that, if we have anyone asking or wondering why, I, I just didn't feel comfortable sharing with some people. Um, sometimes when you're going through a situation, especially as traumatic as divorce, um, you don't really need people in your circle to um, talk negative. Oh my gosh, I didn't like him anyway, or I didn't like her anyway, or something like that, because you're already dealing with so much, right? Um, or I told you not to marry, or, or those kind of things, the negative um, comments. So I just stayed around people that I knew that had my best interests and would pour positive um, things into my life and give me affirmations like Twyla it's going to be okay it might be a journey it might be a struggle but you're going to make it through this and so and you said something uh, Marianne I want to talk about too where you said it's not like that for everyone meaning after a divorce not everyone is BFFs with their ex-spouses and, you know, that's that's just not the reality for everyone. If that is your reality, that is wonderful. I'm glad it works that way for you, but it definitely wasn't and still isn't mine. And I've been divorced 14 years. My son is grown. He's 22. And I really just don't have the desire Um but we never did the Christmas uh, vacations together and all of that stuff. I hear these amazing stories. Some people are better friends after a divorce than they were when they were married. So that's awesome if that works for you. That's great. So, yeah, um, what I want to talk about is what, now that you went through, Marianne, what you went through and overcame those things, and now let's talk about more about your business and how you got started um, with that. I know because of the experience, what you went through, but were you um, afraid or you just knew that was a calling that you felt 
God had for you at that time because of what you went through? Yeah, I can't remember how the seed was initially planted, but I'm kind of a planner. And as my ex used to say, I've always got to have a project. Mm -hmm. And so, you know what, this became my project, this divorce and getting, doing everything I had to do, doing my homework, doing my research and getting the best people out there to help me and working my case. That that was my project and that was my life. I mean, taking care of my kids too, but while they're in school and in the evenings, I was up till three o'clock in the morning sometimes and up at, you know, who knows what hour in the morning doing this when I wasn't taking care of them because it was so important to me. And so it's kind of a funny story. Even during our trial, um, my ex's attorney even said, um, well, have you thought about doing this for a living or something to that effect? Like, because he saw how, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but, you know, I guess he was probably impressed with how I was handling my situation and all the information I had that uh, I guess even he saw that I could provide value and service to other people. And so, yeah, I kind of, you know, had this in the back of my mind and, um, you know, like I said, I had to get through my process first. But as soon as I was done with that, I was thinking of company names and, Mm. um, you know, figure out how to start a business and what I would do. And I'm still going through that process trying to figure exactly what it's going to look like in the future. But I I just really saw a need out there. Want to see how I could take everything that I had been through. It's like I've spent so much money. I won't even tell you how much on the air, but you know, <laughs> I spent some money. It's like I've got to, you know, this wasn't for nothing. I mean, obviously yeah. it wasn't because it was for my children, but you know, it's it's bigger than that. It was not just me going through this. Like I said, it's everybody mm-hmm. has to deal with this, and hopefully, there's a not as, um, they call it high conflict or contentious as some situations might be, but. Um, and not that I wanted mine to be, it just worked out that way for different reasons. Uh, everyone has their own way of looking at things, and I'm sure everyone has their reasons for what they do. But to me, I had my mission to take care of my kids, and that's that's what I did. And so, yeah, I was in there with a mission. Part of it was me. I do have a business background, and so I'm kind of all thinking along those lines as well. And I haven't, like I said, I haven't worked in 20 years and didn't even know what I would do. And, you know, this opportunity... Um, for a business, you know, came up, and this is what you know. I feel my passion and my calling is now. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And you're definitely right. And I love the business name, Special Family Transitions. It fits. And when I hear that, I it comes to mind like something with special needs children, and how do you transition from something that you may have gone through. So it, it definitely fits and I love it. So yeah, Marianne, if you how are your boys now? I know you said you were married twenty one years and they're nineteen and twenty, right? Right. And um you've been divorced now a couple of years? Uh well it took over two years, two but years. just this past year is when divorce finally got final. So yeah, this is kind of a new thing that yeah. I've been doing and um working on building my um, you know, my, my practice, I do some one-on-one coaching. I have a couple of clients and what I do mm-hmm. as well I have a YouTube channel just to provide some tips and advice to people, share some experiences. I have a Facebook, uh, page where I kind of post some things and, I'm, and, and 
you know, I want to get more and more active on my social media. But for now, I've got to, you know, start somewhere. Yeah. It's all new to me. I haven't done this before. And I've got to, actually, I've been starting a Facebook group as well, private group for those who want, um, you know, to share more information and get more resources. So I've got that and I have my website. So all that's going to be found on my website, specialfamilytransitions.com. Yeah. And Instagram is how we met. So yes. Kind of been, <laughs> um, amazing. So through that, I met so many great people and, and, you know, people really with this kind of calling as well. So I think, you know, I've, I've learned that it's, you know, people for whatever they've been through, they find a way to turn that around and help other people. I even listened to a different interview today on a different show about Allure and what she's been through and what she does now for people because she was touched by divorce and yeah. she wants she's trying to make a difference too. So, yeah, I think everybody has a reason for what they do. I think to be mm -hmm. a coach and a therapist, you've got to be, you know, have a drive for that and a passion for that and and that's where I am on that. That's right. That's right. That's so true. So how are your boys? Are they doing well now with everything? Um, I know you're on the, your post-divorce. And um, I just know when we had our first conversation that you were passionate about what you do. And that's what Divorce Talk with Twyla show is all about. Bring people on to make a difference in the lives of so many that have experienced divorce. And so... Um, uh, my hope and prayer is that your boys are doing well. Well, they're doing well. I mean, it's not easy. And, yeah, you know, especially these families is it's not like, you know, once you're 18, then you're done. I mean, no. my kids require lifelong care and support. And so, you know, it's not like, okay, you know, you're done with your divorce. Your kids are 18. You don't have to see your ex again or deal with them. Well, I'm going to have to deal with him, you know, for a long, long time to come because, that's just how it is. You know, I can't do it myself, and I um, surely hope, you know, he wants to stay in the picture as well. Yeah. And so, yeah, they spend time with their dad, and I, you know, wish it was more, but um, yeah, that's, that's the way it is. But, um, yeah, so I think they, you know, they spend time with their dad. They have me. They know I'm, you know, I'm here for them all the time. This is their, where they live, and, yeah, I, they, they, they know they know I'm here for them no matter what. And so, yeah, they're doing well. I mean, granted, it was hard at first, and we still have some hard moments. Mm -hmm. And one of my sons really doesn't like to talk about it still. And, and yeah, that's I think that's the thing I want to focus on as well is in the future, I'm, I'm in a program also now called uh, Lone Star Lend. So I'm a fellow in this uh, autism leadership okay. um, education program. And so my hope is to find ways um, to help children through this process because honestly for my kids there really wasn't much out there mm. uh, one of my sons he was you know his autism is pretty severe and so there wasn't a therapist I could find that that really could or was willing to work with him wow. so all my I had to try to what they call create social stories and find ways to help him deal with the situation wow. and for my son we did find a therapist that he could talk to but still I think you know he still needs some counseling, some support, because there's some things maybe he won't talk about with me. Maybe I'm not the best person to help guide him, you know, in those areas. Because still, it's a lot of anxiety, even though, you know, everyone's, you know, on service is doing fine. I think it still affects us all, for you know, definitely. I mean, I know, I've, yeah. you know, like I said, I kind of had to gloss over my, you know, my hurt and and things to, to focus on my kids. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in a much better place. I think we all are. But still, you know, I don't know that you ever totally get over it. Yeah, yeah. 
And some people, I agree, some people don't because it's so traumatic. And, um, and that's a whole nother uh, show, <laughs> you know. Maybe I'll bring you back and we talk about that piece in and of itself. Um, so, Mary Ann, the discussion has been amazing. I've enjoyed it. And like I said, I can definitely um, relate as it relates to uh, a family member. Of course, not my kid, but my cousin. And he, um, unfortunately, my aunt, his mother passed away several years ago. And he now lives with my uncle, who is his legal guardian, and um, because my uncle at the time was my aunt's caregiver. And so he developed a uh, relationship with my uncle, and that was her wishes um, before she passed away for her son to live with my uncle. But knowing my cousin, he has to have things a certain way, um, and if there's change, he freaks out. And I, I, don't, I guess that's something with autism children um, it has to be routine, and um, he wakes up at 7, he brushes his teeth, he do, you know, just A, B, C, D, all the way through the, the course of the day at the same time. And so um, he's doing well. He's, he does talk now, but he didn't used to talk at all. So um, he's a little better. Um, uh, well, I would say a lot better than he used to be. So our, our, my whole family, this was the first time we had ever experienced it. We didn't know anything about autism. He was the first one in our family to be diagnosed with autism. So, right. And yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, glad he's in place now. But, yeah, some, you know, they're always going to need care. I've got one, you know, one of my sons, you know, he needs, he, he will never be independent. You know, one of them, the other one, I think with support, you know, he's able to do a lot. Mm-hmm. But the other one, from cooking to eating to self-help and yeah. bathing and everything, he needs help. And so, you know, your point about them, um, you know, having a hard time with change, that, that is very true and wanting the routine. And that's why, uh, you know, with divorce, it was so, you know, sudden that one day dad's there and one day he's not. And so, you oh know, how God. do you explain that to a child with autism? It's hard. Oh. So my, my advice, you know, if you're, if you, you know, are in that situation, you're thinking about divorce or you see it coming, as much as you can try to prepare the child if you're able to, if you know it's coming, mm-hmm. you know, think well, the parents can work together to make it as smooth a transition as possible for the child. Yeah. Because, you know, we were adults and we can you know, deal with what we have to deal with, but it's not fair to the children to not know what's happening. They got to know, you know, what to expect, what's yeah. happening in their home and what the future is going to look like and where they might be in the future. And mm-hmm. so I created what they call social story and I had dad send me pictures of where he was, they were going to be. So at least I could create like a little, you know, description for them as to what their room was going to look like, mm-hmm. the it would be and so it wouldn't be all brand new when they showed up you know in another place and had to sleep there right, right? even though we tells and vacations but it was together as a family this was different and so um you asked about friends and sharing i'm a pretty private person and so the first night they were away from me spending the dad it was hard and you yeah. know luckily one of my some of the neighborhood ladies you know they took me out and you know we had a nice dinner so i had something to take my mind off of that but you know you get used to it now and now it's yeah um, you know, it's just a time that, you know, I'm able to either get things done or enjoy, you know, time to myself because before you never have time off. Right. So um, that's one of the, it was one of the bright sides if you got to have a bright side, right? Of the yeah. situations that you do have time 
than to, you know, to focus on you, even though really they're always on your mind and you're always doing things for them. But, uh, but yeah, but we're all doing better now. And and like, you know, I don't, I didn't share my story with everybody, but the ones I did share it with, um, and I did find people who were going through a similar situation, I think. Mm -hmm. So I think we were supporting each other as well. I think it's, it's, you know, helpful to find someone going through something similar and, share and relate and give each other advice so for sure i'd recommend finding someone to talk to whether it's a friend or therapist or someone that you can rely on and yeah. get some for sure yes so so great so marianne as we wrap up if you would like to go ahead and share your contact information to the listeners who may want to reach out for help um we have so many listeners and there may be somebody that is in the same space. So if you share your contact info at this time. Sure. My email address is Mary Ann, that's one word, M-A-R-Y-A-N-N, at specialfamilytransitions.com. And so it's my website also is www.specialfamilytransitions, with an S, dot com, all one word. And that's also the name of my YouTube channel and my Facebook Mm-hmm. page and Instagram and yeah. one day I'll be on TikTok not quite there yet <laughs> uh, don't feel bad I'm not either I'm not either so <laughs> you know trying oh, to get out there and you know outside my comfort zone but you know I'm I'm there to reach people and I do free consultations so feel free to reach out if you've got a question and I can try to help you with Get to, you know, some resources that you might need. So there's plenty of people out there who, you know, can help, and I can try to connect you with people either in your area. And mm-hmm. so the way things are now, you know, on the, um, you know, doing things online, I'm happy to help out people no matter where they are and do coaching and whatever else they might need. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to help out. So appreciate yeah. uh, your time and everybody's time tonight yeah, and sharing my yes. story. And um, yeah. I really enjoyed our conversation. Yes, same here. So, folks, you have Miss Mary Ann Hughes' contact information. Please uh, reach out to her if you are in need of her services. So, yes, Mary Ann, thank you so much for being with me today. I truly enjoyed our conversation, and I believe it has been an inspiration to so many. And your story just alone to go through what you went through and to birth a business to help other people, you're passionate about it. And as you stated, it's your calling, and I believe so as well. So thank you all so much for listening. And listen, if you're in this space, it's my hope and prayer that something was shared today to inspire and encourage you on this divorce recovery journey. Be sure to tune in next week, folks. My special guest is the one and only Miss Sammy St. John Martinez. She is the CEO and founder of Fishbowl Radio Network right here where I am, folks. She's the founder and CEO, and she's going to share her story. You don't want to miss it. So this is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Until next week, Divorce Talk with Twyla is out.